hello. Hello. Well, hi, Trev. Leave gap because Trev's just gone for a wee. Um, hi, Phil. He'll edit that, I'm sure. Um, welcome back. Welcome back. I mean, this is, uh, I don't, e- don't even ask me what episode we're on, but I know we're in season four, which is all good. Um, and today we're going to talk local area. We're going to talk about things that have, uh, have we've found, we've thought about, we've seen, we've had ideas. Um, and also I've, I've got this thing about wanting to talk about people from my past. Uh, not necessarily um, relations or people like that, but there's this one particular story that I'll share after Trev. You'll, you'll, I'm sure you'll hear the, uh, the flush in a second. Oh, here we go. If you heard that in the background, that's great. Yeah, but he will be back. Um, yeah, people from my past. And I think that's going to be really, really key. So, uh, um, oh, you, you haven't zipped up, Trev. <laughs> I told <laughs> hey. everyone where you were. <laughs> Hi, Phil. Hi, everybody. Uh, good to see you all. Unfortunately, Nanny's pipes aren't what they were. <laughs> so when you got a girl, you got a girl. Um, but yeah, man. How's it going? Yeah, all right. You've got all of our aged listeners going, oh, yeah, I know exactly what it's talking about. <laughs> yeah. I, I In fact, I might just pause this and go now. <laughs> or not pause it and let them carry on talking, <laughs> bollocks. Um, what's been going on, Phil? What have you been chatting about? Well, I was just saying that we're going to talk about um, Ashford, the local area, yeah, man. Um, and, and kind of our, our going out type things. Um, and also meeting people from our past was the other thing I was I like talking that. about. Like yeah. that, ghost from the past. Let me just fill you in on something I haven't told you about. Yeah, go, 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 go. So obviously it's Easter holidays. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, obviously you've got to fill the days when you've got the three kids. You've got three yep. kids down here, obviously at the moment because they live with me. So yeah. And um, thought, what are we going to do today? So went to Dungeness, nice, which is nice. And um, and really, for people who don't live in the Kentish area, it's the only desert in Britain. Yep. And it's very desolate and remote. Go on, Phil, you're going to say something. I was going to say, I want to say something like this. One of the largest deserts in Europe. Yeah, that sounds about right. But I don't know. Don't quote me on it. No, but it sounds, it is something like that. It's insane. It's an insane place. And like, yeah. people like live there uh, on the Dungeness Estate, very remote. Like they all look like kind of little, um, I suppose what you call sort of summer houses. And it's so disrespectful if you live at Dungeness, but it is, it's bizarre, isn't it? Like, it is bizarre. Yeah. Like, an equal amount of bizarre and beautiful because you do look at them and go oh, oh mate. I'd love to live here like I would like if I'm ever if we ever make it like yep. and we're, money's not an issue then um, just you could have matching like while well, I have pink you have blue or something Perfect. next to each other and just have like a create you go there for a year or six months and just do creative stuff yep. imagine being there in the winter yep. right and just having no one around and just being able to create stuff like, who's the insane. artist that lives down there Mum was talking about this earlier. Dennis Jarman or someone, Jar- Derek Jarman? De- Derek. Derek Jarman. Jarman. Yep, that's yeah, it. Yep. yeah. She said something about that, but I, ignoramus me, I didn't know anything about it. But yeah, apparently he's a famous artist. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's um, got a garden. But right. it's quite an arty area. There's a couple yeah. of studios around. Did you go in any of the studios that are down there? Bizarrely, Phil, I mean, for some reason, it seems like Tuesday is shutdown day and oh, everything right. reopens on Wednesday. So we wanted to go in the lighthouse, that was shut, and Gabby yep. was very upset about that. Um, but we had a little wander down onto the beach, um, looked at the sea. Uh, there was like a military boat kind of uh, patrolling about. Obviously, you've got the quite um, intimidating presence of the power station, which but I didn't know that one part of it, A, has been decommissioned 
from 2007. But then today she told me it takes 100 years yep. for... Yeah, I just stuff yep. out. Um, yeah, because she works at Sellafield, apparently, somehow in her past. But um, yeah, and so that's been decommissioned. But the other bit works and powers 1.4 million homes. So yeah, I think on. I think the second part's been decommissioned now. That's not working either. Oh really? It's quite a recent thing. I think I saw it on the local news. It's either about to be or has been. Um, oh, interesting. Stopped. Yeah. So it would be pointless. So done then. It's useless. Like it's just. Yes. Now just going to be a place of, I guess, interest. Yeah. So I suppose they keep it there. I'd, yeah. I'd be interested to walk around it. Yeah. Um. But there were lots of people in yellow jackets there and doing bits and bobs. But yeah, so the weather sort of was a bit rub- rubbish. So we went in, well, essentially Gabe needed a wee-wee, um, my two-year-old boy. And um, uh, we went into the end of the line, it's called, which is the cafe for the steam yep. railway thing. And uh, we were having some snackage, sat down. Lovely. Obviously, not, we were the first people in there. So we're talking about nine thirty because when you've got kids my age, the day starts <laughs> yeah. at four forty-five. <laughs> not that I'm bitter, but um, so yeah, it's nine thirty. None, none of the trains have come in yet, but there is a train going out at ten twenty, and it arrives from obviously higher than your Omni where it comes from at ten o'clock. So I go and take Gaby for a wee. We're coming back and we're waiting for the train. Take a little look to my left. Spot someone. Very recognisable. Go on. Very recognisable. Yep. No, you're going to have to guess it, mate. Oh, am I? I'm going Chris Evans. Uh, close with the hair colour. Ed Sheeran. Right. So, yeah. So, basically, I've come out for a wee. And I don't know if it's my ADHD or whatever, but I've literally gone, that's Ed Sheeran. And I've got completely <laughs> starstruck. And I've gone to Tanisha, poked her in the back. That's Ed Sheeran. That is Ed Sheeran. So he's with his uh, wife slash girlfriend, Cherry, yeah. who's apparently his childhood sweetheart or something, and his baby, who's sort of a toddler. I'd say she's probably about one and a half. I don't know, though. Um, probably easy to find out. But yeah, um, so I'm like a little bit like, oh my God, don't know what to do, don't know what to do, don't know what to do. Um, and I was more thinking, my daughter Skylar won't believe me that Ed Sheeran's here. Yeah. And then you start going, maybe it isn't Ed Sheeran. Maybe I'm wrong. Because you're thinking like, this just looks like a normal dude with his family. <laughs> which of course all famous people are but what the hell is he doing in Dungeness and um, what's going on cut a long story short he's getting on the train with his kids yeah so I've looked at what he's wearing and it is a bit rock star like you can tell yeah very 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 nice expensive Jordans Um, D square jumper uh, just generally like he's got the vibe but then like he goes he's about to get on the train and he goes oh I've left my jacket on the chair. And he just wanders back and goes and gets it. I'm thinking, this is mad. Got another guy with him who's obviously like either potentially security, could be, he's just carrying the buggy for the kid and stuff like that. So they're taking photos by the train when it's arrived. And I said to T, right, I'm going to go and talk to him. Right? I need to do this. (laughs) Yeah. Like, so... I've gone to the guy, I've gone, um, excuse me, uh, is that Ed Sheeran? And the guy sort of looks at me and goes, yeah, it's Ed Sheeran, yeah. And I was like, couldn't have a photo, could I? Uh, just because my daughter, would, he said, he's kind of his family, like, uh, do you want to leave it sort of thing for five minutes, I'll, have a, I'll go and ask. And I went, okay. And then I thought, do you know what? Like, he's, you know what I mean? Just drop it out sort of thing. But then I've gone and put the kids in the car, we've left, so, and I've gone back, haven't I? Like a donut. And thought, I really just want to, like, get a photo just to show Skylar sort of thing and he's essentially the guy's come out and he's gone he would do a photo and everything with you but 
he has got his baby with him, so he's a bit anxious and so on. So Ed Sheeran's in the carriage and he's waving at me and he's going like that. And I've gone, fair play. Do you know what I mean? Like, no problem. Yeah. Because he is, you know what I mean? He is with his baby. He'll be still. And what I didn't realise, Tanisha said to me afterwards, she goes, the problem is, if he takes that photo with you, you're the type, if you are the type, which I'm not, but if I was the type of person to put it on social media or Twitter or whatever, then everyone's going to run down their yeah. family yeah. day ruined, isn't it? You yeah, I mean. exactly. However, so now it's time to introduce our guest <laughs> <laughs> from the front room. He's been hiding in there with a beer for the last 10 minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, please. Super Ed. But yeah, man, I mean, it was like... Did, you, was, did yeah. you get him to listen to the podcast? No, nor did I have a copy of my book that's set on the Romney Marsh, which he would have loved. We've got the opportunity. If, he, if you were there and he was there and everything, you could hashtag him into our... Podcast, uh, yeah. What's it called? The uh, promo that we do, yeah. And just see if he reacts to that. Well, maybe send him a. I don't know. Do, do you get private messages if you're like that famous and you got like millions of followers? Do you do you have? Because I've I've messaged a few people. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I have yeah. To say I've had a few responses. Oh, Ashwin yeah. Harrison, Australian artist. My God, he's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, and he replies every time I comment or I put a face up or something of, of the reels that he does, I do that. And um, Jenny Deacon from the, uh, well, she was from the Lounge Kittens, who were just incredible. Um, but in fact, I've messaged all three of the Lounge Kittens who aren't Lounge Kittens anymore. And they have all messaged me back. And they were, I mean, they weren't, once again, missing part. They weren't like a, yeah. a sort of ABBA type band, but they were incredible. They were just fantastic. Um, and I saw them uh, supporting Stateless Quo, and I've followed them ever since. I'm sure you told me about them. Yeah, I think the I have. I think I have. Um, but it's yeah, and and I just think that sort of you know when you're in, yeah. you, you you respect someone because of the music they're doing or the art they're doing or something else, and they re they connect with you or they they reach out and you're just like oh my god, it just made my day, and it was only a comment <laughs> like a yeah nice one, Phil. We had this on every Christmas or whatever it was that yeah. they've sent. And I just like, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. And I, yeah. but I just wonder if Ed Sheeran, now I get it, nine and a half, 10, 15, 20 million fans, however many he's got. Oh, mate, more than the that. The amount yeah. of messages he gets on Instagram yeah. or Facebook or whatever, he's not, even if he had a staff of people to reply to this thing, he's never going to do it. And I think he went off Instagram and things like that yeah. for a little while, didn't he? Yeah. But. I think I've just answered my own question, really. <laughs> the, the answer is no. He's, it's interesting. He's not well, okay, really give a shit. So, so, so he's got his his personal one. I, I believe is his personal one is Teddy's photos, which has got thirty seven point seven million followers. Okay, and it's you you can direct message it. So we can try that, and uh, he's also got two or three others, and we can try and tag him in that and see what he says. But yeah, what I mean, it's typical, isn't it? Like I didn't have anything like like I didn't even think about you know just saying yeah. You know, even the book, like I say, the, the most recent one, Born Again, is all set on the Romney Marsh, and I think what he he he's down. Well, Tanisha believes he's down here because he is recording something like video e, like sort of like a film or series. Yeah. But I'm I'm under the impression that he really likes that area because he was seen in a kebab shop and he bought everyone's kebabs uh, in New Romney. Oh, really? Yeah. But do you know, funny you should say that because when you were talking about going down to Dungeness, I thought to myself, oh, I've got to remember to tell you this. It is quite a place of the people go to. Um, our, our friend, our DJ friend, John Webster, Webbo, yeah, yeah. Um, often tells a story. I don't know if he's told me or whether he's put it out for, for everybody to hear, but 
he obviously used to work with Chris Evans. Yeah. And Chris Evans' favourite place to go is the pilot, which is in Dungeness. Okay, because so, you've got the Britannia and the pilot. The pilot's just at the start, isn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the Britannia was recently used, or that area, the little cafe around that area, was recently used in a TV series. Yeah. Because I remember thinking, uh, I was watching it, I was thinking, oh, that's, that's Dungeness. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely Dungeness. Yeah. And then uh, we went there, we drove there, and we had a look around. I was like, yeah, my mum will tell me what, what programme it is, because she watched it and she recognised it, and that kind of thing. I thing remember seeing something. Me. Yeah, yeah, go on. Um, but it's just one of those areas. And then you've got like some proper famous people that came from that area or have connections to that area. Yeah. My most, well, I've got two, but my most famous connection is obviously Jimi Hendrix. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having taught Noel Redding's niece in one of my classes who lived in Dimchurch around that area. Um, But they were, uh, so Jimi Hendrix was was in that area and and things like that. And yeah, it's just kind of... It's just fantastic. I love it. On that note, I did tell you, didn't yeah. I, to watch that programme, which um, which uh, uh, Miss Investigations of Romesh, it's all about the death of Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, yeah. Have a look at that, man, because yeah. if you like Jimi Hendrix, you'll definitely yeah. like that. Okay, filming locations matching Dungeness, Back to Life could be, Ginger and Rosa, All all or Nothing, Brave New World in 2020, Foils War, that's the oh. one, Electric Dreams, Time Bandits, I don't know. I doesn't don't recognize. Time Bandits, apparently so, mate. No way. Nineteen eighty one. Nineteen eighty one. Time Bandits, possibly yeah. one of the best movies ever made. The year I was born. Yeah, it's a l- I remember that Time Bandits. Yeah. yeah. After we watched that, um, what happens in it? It's, do you know what? I've had a similar sort of brain thought for for a, for an idea for a story, but I think it might have come from Time Bandits. A little boy goes to bed not overly happy with his, his life and mum and dad are a bit horrible sort of thing and a bit mean. And these time bandits who are all um, vertically challenged people yes. come in through this cup, through his wardrobe. Yes. And then there's this kind of knight on a horse thing and they, he goes with them and they go off on travels throughout different oh, periods of time. Nice. Um, but it's made by handmade handmade films which is george harrison's production oh is it so yeah it's it's um yeah it's a monty python-esque sort of thing it's all that it's just yeah yeah it's very cool i remember i remember watching it when i was young it's one of those things and it sort of goes like it gets pushed down deep into your psyche and then you mention it and you go oh god yeah i do remember something like that it's like things like the never-ending story yeah like that's really cult and cool now yeah and labyrinth yep that's what we talked about twice today but that's sort of you know, become something quite unbelievable, isn't but it? But it's not until you get to our age. Like I watched it, I watched Labyrinth years and years ago, and you watch it, you go, oh, yeah, man, that's really cool, that's really cool. And then you meet someone, like, later on in life, he goes, have you seen the five faces of David Bowie in the movie? And you're like, what? Yeah. Hidden in the movie, in the stones, in the maze, in the trees, are David Bowie's face. Really? Yes, yeah, so if you re-watch the movie... Google it, yeah, yeah. find out where they are, but you can see David Bowie's face wow. in all these different parts of the movie. You're going, how cool is that? that As is an cool. adult, I'm going, I'm rewatching it again. There it is. Yeah, oh, yeah. There it is. There it is. It yeah. is interesting. I remember watching, like, I watch sort of some stuff now, like from that generation with kids nowadays, and their like responses are mixed. Like sometimes yeah. it's like, what the hell is this? Like I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's. I think that we were sort of blessed with sort of a bit musically and storytelling wise 
that things were a bit slower and built up. Whereas I don't know whether kids nowadays are just so um, they're in, tuned into action happening very, very fast. Yeah. It's like there's the development of character and the sort of slow pace of things doesn't sort of occur, you know, in, in, in those older films. Um, but I remember watching, I mean, slightly different, but I remember watching The Shining because we did, um, I did, I taught media studies for a bit. And so to the sort of sixth formers, we had a horror section and you had to go through like a history of horror, you did things like Psycho, The Shining. And I was so excited about The yeah. Shining. I was like, yeah. this apps, this film was the first film that terrified the life out of me. And they just laughed at it. They found it hilarious. Like, they yep. just couldn't get with it. Like, the two little girls sort of going, you know, come with us, Alex, whatever they say. And, like, the whole blood coming down the corridor and him on his little tricycle, which I found absolutely mortifying. But um, it's, like, suspense and tension. It's your brain, isn't it? Like, that's that's the enemy in that thing. Yeah. Whereas I think kids are just, I don't know nowadays, they just they need to be shown it Yeah. Away. I mean, our generation, I remember when Ethan, my number two, was... Yeah probably about three years old he used to do the most amazing red rum yeah. thing he used to scare his mum senseless <laughs> so he just appear on the side of her bed going red rum but yeah man like, i don't know it's a weird thing but yeah there's um there's some gems from back in the day but yeah that was my morning like again ed Sheeran, i mean he's small like i'm not I yeah mean, not I, i'm not judging like it's just you are a bit of a giant <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm big yeah anyone that knows me it's the photo that was on there i mean okay i'm about your your width in height but you are like you you tower above me you look like it's quite a bit you are quite Who a bit me? taller yeah I right. What are you, Look, six foot? Yeah. Yeah, I'm about six two. It's only two inches, yeah. mate. But it, uh, two inches is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but if you're Ed Sheeran and you're four foot eight now he's not he's not a, he's not a he's not a tall man but you know what was lovely like i just think he has come down to this area because he likes the area this is this is basically what i've created in my brain right he's come down to this area because he likes the area he's having a family day out they all looked like you know it was just him his wife or girlfriend i don't know but apparently that you know, say the childhood sweethearts and apparently according to tenacia um she, like he never had the guts to ask her out but he always loved her or something and then when he got famous he saw her at a party and then asked her out and they've been together ever since which sounds you know whatever but either way like let's go give you the benefit of the doubt it's a lovely story got a lovely little kid going on a you know high dim church road yeah a lot of people with like his millions or billions whatever he's got but it's a lot probably probably would hire out the whole train like and put everyone's day out like they wanted to go down there but no he's just on there with his you know and i just thought that's quite cool humble yeah and he was sort of he did have a little because i was like that's it cheering and so obviously i was quite obviously you know, aware. And so they styled it out and like, but then my wife was there and I was saying, I was obviously elbowing her and Ed, she had a little look around at my family and the wife uh, and then just look, look back. Like he wasn't like sort of, you know, all like, oh God, you know, normal people, you know, don't come. He was like just so sweet about it. So it was, yeah, it was a nice thing, man. Like, and you know, fair play to the geezer because he has got some good tracks and it's another interesting thing is that I ended up listening to Ed Sheeran all the way home <laughs> which goes to show like how <laughs> shallow and superficial I am but I was like yeah this guy's great you know just because I've seen him in real life but no he has got some tunes I would need to be yep. fair and, yep. um, and yeah that was you know essentially probably an opportunity missed for me um, to get us into uh, podcast superstardom but still well if he's out there and he is listening because we are going to hashtag him in this 
We're going to hashtag he him can, in this he's film. He's welcome to be a guest anytime. Yeah, we'll have to check our schedules, move a few yeah. things around, you know, yeah. but obviously if he does call, we'll we, find some time for him. him. Yeah, we'll find it, won't we? Because yeah. we're nice like that. We're yeah. just nice guys. We're all heart. We're all heart and love. So, Phil, what yeah. are we going to talk about? Well, okay, I was out on Sunday and yeah. I was walking out of a local garden centre as someone yeah. was walking into a local garden centre and it was a face from my past. And it just led me down this kind of train of thought of like, what happens to the people in our past? Some people that become real parts of your life. People that you think at the time, I can't, I, you know, I'm never going to lose touch with you. I'm never going to say, this is kind of, you, you know, you're, you're like family, man. You're like family. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, I haven't seen them for like 20 years. It's kind of, it really passes. But this one particular guy, I have to tell you the story. I have told you the story, so I'm going to bore you with this again. But it's, a, I, when I worked at a um, big supermarket chain um where every little helps um the <laughs> we, i used to work on the night shift and there were maybe about six or eight of us young lads uh, between 18 and kind of 21 and we were really into um kind of football and we'd all jibe each other with spurs fans and arsenal's fans and all this sort of stuff but the one thing we all had in common was at two o'clock on our lunch break, we'd all go in and we'd read the horoscopes on there. Yeah. Um, and it's usually Ryan that would sit there and go, right, what starts on you? What starts on you? What starts on you? And the cook, who, let's call him Steve, because that's actually his name. <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> Pretty sure that is his name. But Steve's fine, isn't but yeah, it? Yeah, so Steve used to come in and... <laughs> <laughs> I've I love your work. If people do that, we we'll just call him Tom. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's his name. That's his name, yeah. Because um, I'm, I'm going to call him Steve at some point. I know, but he would come over and sit with us. Now there were other groups around, but I think he used to. Now he was, I was going to say, I think I said this to you. He was like old when we were there. He was old. Now I reckon he was probably in his forties, maybe even late thirties. But when you're like all yeah, yeah, twenty, yeah. like he's proper old, and he wasn't bless him, and. For some reason, he just came out with it one day. He was like, oh, yeah, um, psychic abilities in my family. And, of course, us eight lads went, what? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ready to jump on anything, you know. And he's like, yeah, yeah my mum's a practising psychic. She's she's old now. She doesn't do it. Um, but my sister still does. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, and so I then said, I remember saying to him, have you got any psychic abilities, Steve? And he was like, well... Yeah, yeah, I have. <laughs> it's like you're, and of course, seven other lads are all like jumping on it. Go on, Steve, yeah. read our future. What's the lottery numbers? What's this? Um, so he said, Look, I'll do something for you. I will do something for you. He said, Uh, who wants to do it? And I was literally sitting opposite him. I was like, Yeah, do me, Steve, do me. What do you want? What do you need? What could you want? My palm, and he went, No, give me a wedding ring. So I took my wedding ring off, I gave it to him, he put it in his hand, and he kind of closed his eyes and um, made some funny noises and did what I thought was great theatrics. Oh, who um, is that? Yes, that is unprofessional. It is, isn't <laughs> it? It is. It's my phone. I'm getting Strava notifications. Oh, sorry. go you. Um, and uh, yeah, he <laughs> he started making all these noises, and I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then he opens his eyes, and he still had my wedding ring, which I did get back. Um, but he said, uh, "Look at that, did you?" Yeah, <laughs> true. Sorry, <mate. laughs> Said uh, your daughter Meg. He said she's she's really upset at the moment. Oh, for, yeah, I can't believe it's just it. too popular. It's just, it's too yeah, popular. I am. It's like hello. 
it's, it's just because I did squash last night. So, he says, your daughter Meg, he says she's really upset at the moment, like more than normal. She, she was about three and a half at the time. She, she's getting upset easily, quite cuddly, quite affectionate, wanting your time. I was like, yeah. And I'm thinking in my head, anyone could have known that. You know, I might have even said it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. He said, uh, you're, you're, you guys are moving, so you're not, you're moving house. I was like, yeah, yeah, once again, could have said it, could have said it. He said, uh, when you go home in the morning, tell her she's moving with you. She thinks you guys are off and she's staying there. And I was like, what? So yeah, just go and try it, try it. I went home that morning and I kind of, my I used to go in, wake her up, um, like jump in bed, give her a cuddle and then we'd get up and then I'd make a breakfast so she was ready for play school or nursery or whatever it was. And I wake her up in the morning and I, I'm giving her a cuddle and I said to her, Meg, I said, you know, you know, we're moving house soon. And I literally felt her body tense up. And she's like, yeah. I was like, you do know you're coming with us. Me and mommy, we're not going to leave you here. You're coming with And she went, no, daddy, I didn't know that. And that was, and she gave me this massive hug. We hugged it out and she was perfect from that point onwards. It was just like a real turning point. Yeah. Um, but the other thing he said to me was, and once again, all of this could be guesswork. You could have mm. a well-scripted, well-thought-out way of doing this, but he said this to me as well. He said, once all this had gone down, I've got my wedding ring back. He said, oh, she talks to somebody at night. It's like, yeah, she does. Once again, could have said this. Yeah. And he said, she talks to somebody called Brenda. And I was like, okay, which is my mum's mum's name. Yeah. Blew me. It wasn't like he went, I'm, 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 I'm picking up on someone who might be giving yeah, me the yeah. A, maybe <laughs> yeah. male A, female A, possibly yeah. B. It could be a B, male B. Wasn't he just yeah, literally yeah, came yeah. out with a name and I was like, no, nah, I wouldn't know. Yeah. I wouldn't have told anyone apart nah. from my brother, um, who I did work with, but he was as shocked about it as I was. Although, mind you saying that, he's got a terrible memory, so he'd probably go, don't even remember it happening, Phil. <laughs> it's fascinating, yeah. isn't it? So yeah, and then I, cause, and I saw him and I just, it just, it brought all of those memories flooding back and I hadn't thought of those memories for years and years and years. Yeah. And just seeing his face and I just thought, oh, I'd love to just, grab him and go, Steve, I don't know if you remember me, can we go for a coffee? Because, you know, and have yeah. a chat with him and find out what he's been doing and all this other stuff. But, and he probably just would have thought I was some weirdo from the past, you know. Like there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot in there, man. Like, yeah. there's a lot in there. Like, uh, and I think cynics would say, like, we'll be sitting there going, listening, going, oh God, Phil's been reeled in there. He's obviously got, you know, he's, he, he, he's found out it's information, but it's very unlikely. It's very yeah. unlikely that he would know that. And I think it's more, it's more likely that he, that he probably does have some sort of, um, yeah, it does have some sort of power in that in that sense, because we've talked about this, haven't we? We might go on to it later about yeah. how there probably is greater power than what we are told about, you know, and that, that is in our, in our main lives. But I think it opens up quite an interesting thing that I think you, you obviously feel quite, I don't know, disappointed in the sense that maybe you didn't grab him or get hold of him and just yeah. kind of... Um, Ask him how he was. Reconnect. Yeah. But, and, 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 and I think the interesting thing is, because you said to me that you, um, you, you, you know, the time he passed you and you know, the opportunity was sort of gone, wasn't it, to kind of do that. But I wonder how, like, how many men do stuff like that, where yeah. you recognise, and women for that matter, but, like, you recognise someone and, and you probably want to make that connection, but you don't because of 
What? Well, maybe a, maybe a fear of him going, no, you were a prat back then. Yeah. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Or yeah. there was a reason I left Tesco and it was you. Yeah. Or I just said Tesco. But I was trying not to say uh, no, that. No, but you kind of go there. Yeah. But, cool. um, but I think I don't. I think the thing is, he would probably like ninety nine percent chance not say that. Yeah. Even if you were a prat and, and you were, you know, because your age or whatever, and and welcome me with open arms. And yeah. We probably would have had a lovely cup of yeah. coffee. But yeah, at the yeah. time there's that instant sort of no, I won't, I won't, I won't, and instantly regretted it the second he walked past. I would have looked crazy if I'd thought about it and gone. No, I will. And then gone chasing off and go, Steve, Steve, <laughs> Steve, it's me. Yeah, it's a hard one, isn't it? It's a hard one because he's been obviously sort of playing playing on your mind a little bit. Like I wonder with Facebook and stuff, you can could yeah. maybe reach I out. I know him Steve. Stuff. Yeah, but really. I don't, can't even remember his last name. Oh man, it's guys like that, isn't it? Like yeah. it's, it's like a mystical thing. And you probably, like you say, never cross paths with him again. But it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing that like, I don't know, you, you do... You do sort of shed skin, don't you? Like you sort of like go f- go through friends in different phases of your life. And it's something that I, I struggle with. I don't like doing it and I don't in- enjoy it. But I think that sometimes, you know, you need to move on from certain groups and certain things so that your life moves on. Yeah. Otherwise, you can't. You, you you can't go to where you need to go. You know? Absolutely, like a like a book, a yeah. closing chapter, a closing chapter. But I just saw Steve as a character from early on in my book that was appearing again yeah. in a later book. And this once again comes down to that idea, and that it's been a bit stolen by I think the pro or the movie's called The Adam Project. Oh, but I just yeah. had this sort of idea of this old man coaching this kid, this kind of teenage kid. And they're both getting older together, a bit like a Mr. Miyagi and Daniel son type yeah. scenario where he's coaching him and coaching him. And all of a sudden this old man, not all of a sudden, but over the years, this old man gets older and he dies. Mm. Um, and and it's kind of like this continuation of how it, it's actually himself that's come back, time travel back to help uh. him make better decisions in his life. Wow. And he realizes that he, you know, there's that the whole kind of rolling cycle. So he gets to the point where he has the opportunity to time travel again. Yeah. Would he make those same choices? Would he continually change it and eventually make the Isn't, I think uh, Marvel have picked up on it that no matter how you change history yeah it always comes back to you know you might delay that happening but it will always happen because it's what needs to happen so do you it's interesting isn't it so this this kind of like a continuation of a story he gets that point he goes i've got the opportunity to go back and change this and change this yeah you change it for the wrong reasons do you change it for the right reasons is a great big conundrum really isn't it It's, it's such a conundrum and like you know what initially came to my mind then was like you and I have both you know we're both on our second well on our second marriage and you're you're sort of <laughs> moving you know in a second relationship and sort of yeah. probably you know yeah get, you, know, you know what I'm saying yeah, but yeah. like um uh yeah like would you because I think you know would you change anything from the past I think I think for me I mean like the automatic reaction is kind of Yes, but then so many then no because I wouldn't have my daughter Skylar. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's difficult. I'm not gonna put words in your mouth, but like yeah, it's, no, it's such a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I look at my relationship that I have with Quinn now, which is just incredible. I mean, I couldn't, I, I couldn't be any closer to him unless I tried. You know, we message all the time, and he visits me loads, and we're playing squash, and we're doing all this other stuff. And I think to myself, if I was still living there. 
It wouldn't I'd, be the same. It wouldn't yeah, be the same because yeah, yeah. I'd be I'd have all the pressures of work and all the pressures of home and all the yeah. pressures of life and all the children have now moved away and they're doing unis and jobs in London and, and all these sorts of things and it's pressure and pressure and pressure. Yeah. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't have that relationship with him. No. So well, you know Yeah. Well yeah. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, I don't yeah, let's not yeah, let's not go too that far down that rabbit hole. But I mean, yeah, I think I think yeah, you can see how some kids' relationships with the parent they live with might not be as strong as, say, you know, the, the relationship they have with the parent they don't live with, you know. And I think yep. um, it's interesting how things turn out. So I think I think one of the things, as, as, you know, society, we've kind of, with the whole Instagram generation and stuff, you know, we've kind of moved to a to kind of trying to get to a world where we don't, you know, as humans, we don't have this sort of pain element. We don't have the problem element. We're trying to find a life without that, you know. So everything's kind of, you don't necessarily feel anything, you know, you don't feel anything bad or feel anything negative. And life just isn't like that. And you can't yeah. have, you know, you've got to go through the pain and obviously, the, you know, the, the, the breakups and the, the horrible nights and all that sort of stuff to get the, the good times. And like your relationship with Quinn and, you know, took Skylar to you know watch us West Ham United beat Seville and 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 it's it's a memory that will be burned and etched into in, into my mind forever you know and, and and it's those sorts of things that um that um that yeah are amazing aren't they and yeah. and, and you can't change it I guess you can't and change it you sent you sent an amazing reel earlier of this guy and it, it was kind of weight based it's like you're fat you're thin. Oh, funny, you're never gonna yeah, win yeah, yeah, you know yeah. it doesn't matter whether yeah. you're fat it doesn't matter whether you're thin because you know what you're gonna die anyway. And you know what, mate? Yeah, I'd, on that, my mum's 76 now and she's still um, really, really, you know, diets hard and she's like, I'm back on the keto and I'm thinking, mum, like, I don't say it, but like, you, you know, it's, oh, brilliant, I'm really pleased, you know, I'm glad. But like, let it go, man. Like, she's never going to change from uh, massively from the weight she is. And like, she, it's, it's just a strange thing. It's a strange yeah. phenomenon that has really been burned into our brains. And yeah, I get guilt if I eat things I haven't been eating well because obviously I had the operation, which yeah. we talked about on the other podcast. Uh, and, you know, the recovery side of things and all that, you know, it's kept me a bit inactive. And um, you sort of lose it a bit and you feel guilty. You think, oh, actually, why am I bothering, you know, why am I bothering doing that? But I mean, it's just, it's life, isn't it? It's the yin and yang of everything you have to have the suffering to have the pleasure and you know I read you just talked to you earlier about the Will Smith book and like as much as um Will Smith is a he sort of divides opinions certainly at the moment um he um it's the same thing he's got everything like he's create you know number one singles picture perfect family biggest probably movie star you know of, of, a, of a period of time you know by miles you know yeah but he's unhappy, you know, and yeah. the whole book centers around his own personal unhappiness and how that's affected the family around him. So I think it's just the human, it's the human struggle, isn't it? And I, I, I'm with you on the ghost from the past thing. I've got friends, you know, a group of friends that I grew up with that I thought I'd always be friends with, but it fell apart and it fell apart due to me. It fell apart due to, um, you know, my, my best mate at the time and, and, and pride and ego and stuff. But also I look back at it now and I think regularly would I have that person back in my life and I don't think I would because it it, it didn't work and yep. sometimes you can love someone yep. a great deal like and really you know you can grow up with someone like and that's what I did he was like my brother and I grew up with him but um 
it doesn't work. It didn't work. Like yep. we just weren't nice to each other. <laughs> like, yep. like, and that's not um, cool, you know. Because yep. so it's interesting, isn't it? It's, relationships are so fascinating. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and getting the right ones. Absolutely, absolutely. It takes a long, takes a long time, doesn't it? I mean, I remember. You know, it was a it was a long, good sort of two three years before you and I became proper friends. And I always thought. One of my friends, you feel, but I haven't really done it yet. And like, I remember you came past the pub a couple of yep, times, yep. and it was like, oh, you know, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? And it eventually did, really, didn't it? And and you just don't, yeah. I think you, you don't know like a lot of that stuff. I think's in the, in the hands of, um, you know, the hands of the gods, isn't it? And just yeah, see absolutely. see how it how it all turns out. But I mean, my only thing I will say about you know, final bit on that is, you know, there are obviously a lot of, and I'm going to focus on men, but I'm sure there's women as well, but there are obviously a lot of men who are lonely and who are going through similar things with like, maybe not having the same people that around them 10 years ago, five years ago, whatever, because there's all these groups popping up. And yep. I think we should actually do something with Chew the Fat, yep. who are a group in our area, who are getting, um, you know, who are getting guys down to talk and, and, join a little friendship group because obviously there are people out there because of work because of family changes or life changes or divorce or whatever haven't got the mates that they maybe used to have done yeah and plus like you know those friends that i grew up with was every saturday up in london going on the smash i can't i can't do i can do it probably but i don't think it would be a very good choice yeah yeah <laughs> i think that kind of what we need to do is just say that if anybody sees us about and they want to stop and have a chat feel free and and I, if I see you, and if you see someone, we will make sure that we kind of stop and go, oh, hello, Christ, how are you doing? Ah. Yeah. And have a chat with them. We just kind of reach out, not an olive branch, because there's no nothing to, but people that, yeah. you know, you might need, you haven't seen for a long time, or people that might just want a friendly hello. I reached out mm. on Facebook um, this week to someone who I just thought wanted a hello. And, and yeah. I said, you know, I, I don't want anything. Just if you want to moan, if you want to shout, if you want to sit or you just want to come and roast a marshmallow, I'm always there. That's good, man. And that's all it was. I didn't kind of, it wasn't anything more than that. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a good thing to do. And I think um, in any, anywhere you are at any time, you can do that. Like I... Like I've become quite close with my barber, who's a lady, but she, um, the barbers I go into in Repton Park, there's two ladies who work there and they're both lovely, but one of them come to me and she said, um, I started reading your book the other day and I was like, all right. And she, cause I immediately recoil and go like, cause uh, you know, your negative brain goes, they probably don't like it, you know, whatever. But like, she's reading the, um, the book about alcohol because she's really concerned about her drinking. And so she's reading it and she's like, oh no, I really, really like it, really like it. But I can't stop drinking. And then I was like, you know, it's, you know, it's tough. It's really, really tough. But, you know, I, all I could really say to her, and I just felt this real connection with her. And I just sort of said, you know, I know exactly what it's like because it's really addictive and it's really in you. And it's, um, and it's like all you know. <laughs> like, it's all we know to celebrate. It's all we know to commiserate and all that sort of stuff. And so, my main point was don't be hard on yourself and just do the best you can. If you need to drink tonight, drink tonight and don't worry about it. And just, just, me. and that was kind of my yeah. whole thing with alcoholism, which is kind of like a little bit, um, some people might call that naff, you know, and like it's a bit of a cop out, and maybe it is, but ultimately, um, sitting there and making yourself feel awful, you know, about the decisions you're making ain't gonna help you in the no, long run. In fact, it's gonna make it worse. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So yep. you might as well do what you got to do, yep. and like, and just you know, 
be mindful that you you know you, you something's clearly telling her she shouldn't be reading the book if something you know it wasn't something's telling yeah. her this has got to change but she may not be ready to do you know what yep. i mean and like it all it all happens in in the right time i guess yeah but um but yeah man it's interesting stuff isn't it i think be there for people yeah isn't it? Everyone, everyone everyone absolutely but then that takes us neatly onto my next part that i wanted to talk yeah. about which I guess you could look at relationships if you wanted to, but kind of going out for meals, and and I very often listen to the Off Menu podcast with Ed Gamble and James Acaster, um, and it's brilliant. And it's listening to all these people and the food and everything else. And I'm quite a foodie; I do enjoy it. But you and I, you and I, you and I had a very interesting conversation (laughs) about a new. Um, shop that's opened up quite close. Ah, are they going to sue us if we say names? I, I don't know what we're talking about. Well, uh, okay. Oh no, I don't the, know. We'd be right to say yeah, the, range, say, the, the range, won't we? The range. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So right, so the range has opened up, and the inside there's an Iceland. Yeah. And you taught you taught me you told me all about it about these I taught different you, young chest master. freezers that have got different takeaway brands in there yeah so there's a tgi fridays there's a chiquito yeah help me out cathedral city cathedral city Cheese city yeah so it's um, like cheesy Slim stuff world so stuff there's is more that is that, that yeah there's yeah similar in there there's other stuff as well yeah 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 um yeah, oh, people were chatting at this, chatting at us, but yeah, there are. There's loads of cool did stuff. Did I say TGI Fridays? You did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is it Domino's? Is, is it pizzas and all sorts yeah. of things? But, but it's mad, yeah. But I just thought, you know, because t- things are getting tight now, aren't they? You know, yeah. energy prices and things like that. So maybe you can't go out as often oh, as you want to go out yeah. and things like that. But don't stop you know having that specific date night or that time together because that's really really important yeah and we're lucky man because we've got the outlet as well and yeah. so like things that you know when you want to treat yourself we went to the outlet yesterday and i bought um a really nice jacket for golf lyle scott it's beautiful today she bought some bits and bobs ladies underwear stuff for mark Spencer. it was really cheap like it was yeah. like you know literally like dirt cheap in the outlet so it's really good so i think you like you say there are cheap ways you can do it iceland like in my when i grew up it was everyone's a bit snobby about iceland but now i think it's just things have changed and like it's got great vegan and vegetarian section like banging you know that sort of stuff and like you say it's got these it's got sort of yeah it's tied into these these big sort of foodie chains and you can get some really good food for probably cheaper than a takeaway yeah on that note, mate, I went out for a meal today, nice. somewhere nearby, right? I'm not going to call them the name that they are, but okay. I'm going to use a pseudonym, which, um, Chicken Muncher, uh, or um, Meat Eater. No? Uh, anyway. Yeah. We'll yeah, come back on, to I'll, that. I'll, I'll, but I'll it's a big chain. It. I was honestly, like, so annoyed that, like... Like I spent fifty pound right on the food for me and the kids and the wife and like I say big chain can't sit in the restaurant bit got to sit in the bar I know bit. where you are yeah, yeah yeah it's got to sit in the bar um no problem but then the manager guy didn't say that you've got to go and order at the bar which probably I should have thought anyway but either way go to the bar. 48 pounds later and 45 minutes later kids are doing their nut like they're yeah, absolutely yeah. starving um we get the food and the, oh mate the chips were like rock hard and you know when you're like i'm gonna i was gonna complain then i thought i think the manager looked so defeated like he knew it was like i think yeah. if he took another person going 
this ain't very good. Um, yeah, he probably would have collapsed or, or, or crashed out. So, yeah, I was really, really unimpressed. So, yeah, I think this is the time. This is the era of kind of thinking outside the box, maybe um, doing things a bit differently. You know, the local pub that I have around the corner, which I very, very much enjoy and like, you know, the beer that I like has just gone up to £5.70 yeah. if I have a pint. Yeah. So I'm back off, you know, not drinking and just trying to sort of, you know, you, you we need to consolidate, but like you say, there are ways you can have a, a good bit of fun um, and just be prepared, I guess, to do something that you wouldn't normally do. Yeah, in it, yeah, absolutely. Have a sort of sort of different attitude. Yeah, and and I think that le- leans into your kind of your hairdresser and yeah. not drinking. It's we all know what excess is, so don't beat yourself up if you're at that point. Just kind of go. I'll just maybe have four instead of five or I'll, you know, just, I won't eat out every night this week. I'll just have this or just have that. Um, And yeah, just make those little changes and the little changes eventually become what, if you keep making tiny, tiny changes, you're going to end up with a, you know, if there isn't a saying like this, there should be a saying one brick laid every day means that eventually you'll have a house. Nice, Phil. I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see where you're so going. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You start off and you're like, oh, God, God, this is just three bricks. Oh, come on, four bricks. And at the time, you're like, this is not what I need. This, I need the house. But eventually, you'll have the house. So just yeah. keep going. I know it seems like a ball lake and you're kind of constantly trying and trying and yeah. trying. But every time you try, you lay a brick, you will get your house. I love that, mate. That's a lovely way to uh, to analogise that. I think uh, it, it's it's perfect. You know, there's nothing more I can say about that, really. And yeah, just that's it. Don't be, don't just one one thing less. Be slightly mindful, and that's kind of all we need to um, say about it. Yeah, I, I what are you doing? Agree. What's he doing? He's doing something with his phone. I don't know. And taking a nice little in oh in in, in the podcast. Pod. I was thinking we should probably video our podcast, Phil, at some uh, stage yeah, we as well. Do. But um, oh, but I'll tell you what, I look like. I mean, the the sun is certainly shining on the right just here because it <laughs> it's yeah. not giving you. But I do it's look polishing a little bit your like halo, Barry, Barry Gibbs. Oh, Phil, you're beautiful. Hi, you look great. Hi, hi. Um, so that's really. I think. I mean, we've got other stuff, but we can leave that for another for another poddy. I think. Yeah. We we are thinking of. Um, doing some more content maybe like just around um you know music and sort of stuff that resonates with us um but yeah the usual stuff if you like our podcast and you think it's good please tell people about it and um yeah we uh would appreciate that can you subscribe and things like that like because Quinn yeah. always watches these things on YouTube and they go like hit the bell yeah. and subscribe can subscribe you do that like. on like Spotify or whatever can you yeah. push buttons and I think you can follow us yeah yeah go on follow us give us a I review to yeah. follow us <laughs> follow us we don't know where we're going but isn't that part of the fun because Phil the journey is more interesting than the destination absolutely yeah because as, as a lot of people I know that are at their destination still are not happy exactly Ed Sheeran apparently there you go and on that note my <laughs> Mic drop. Um, yeah, it's been emotional. We're gonna we'll be back next week, and um, we'll be talking more bollocks for your eardrums. <laughs> See ya. Bye, guys. Bye.